Hello and welcome to Film Festival Reviews, a place where independent filmmakers and film lovers stop by and listen in on what's happening in the indie film world via the film festival circuit worldwide. This is Christina Kotlar, your host, and I'm going to be out and about the Tribeca Film Festival for the next 10 days. It's easy for me in one sense because I live in the area and work in Midtown Manhattan. Some things have changed. The festival has grown as festivals tend to do. There are over 200 films scheduled from the 5,000 submitted this year. The hub of Tribeca moved to Union Square and most of the films I'm coming across are going to be at the Village East Cinemas and the AMC Theatres at 19th Street East and Village 7. These are big theatres and from what I recall last year people fill up the seats pretty quickly. Because just as any film festival that promotes their premieres, almost every film at Tribeca is a North American, international, or world premiere. So you could be among the first to see it and hear about it before it getting distribution. And uh, what I like about this festival, however, is that I'm going to meet and talk to a lot of people who had worked on these films, whether it was actual production or the post, because they come out and support the screenings, they come out to the events and get out there talking about these films and take the time and effort to promote the, the end results. You know, everyone's going to love to talk about what they've been working on. And I can tell you that it's only the beginning of the work involved. So here's a couple of the ones that I know of and will keep an eye out for. So uh, some of the world premieres are that I know of. The auteur, uh, director of photography is Alan Jacobson, who has been hanging around with me at the IFC Center's Tuesday Night Stranger Than Fiction film series. I hope uh, I run into him at one of these screenings. I think he's working in the D.C. area where I lived for 10 years and um, I gave him some contacts for his film crew because there's some awesome people to work with in that area. Then there's Kasim the Dream, executive produced by my co-worker and friend Josh Green. It's a story of Kasim Oma, a child soldier from Uganda who escaped to the U.S and became a world boxing champion. Check out the play dates and show times on TribecaFilmFestival.org website. I love the trailer. And then there was um, a New York Times article about the film The Objective, which I'll get to see either today or tomorrow. I didn't get to make the world premiere, that was um, last night, but I got a chance to talk to people who did afterwards and I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, plan to see Bill Plimpton's world premiere animation film, Idiots and Angels, a dark comedy about a man's battle for his soul. I usually ask a filmmaker, what is the inspiration behind the work, which takes so much time and energy, not to say the least money, to make a film that looks for a theater-going audience not interested in the multiplex mainstream films. Every time I talk to Bill, I get it. I mean, it's his passion and it's contagious as I watch the animators of New York come out from under their excruciatingly technical hands-on work. In his case, it's 20,000 hand-drawn pages to show and talk about their work. I saw this film at a sneak preview press screening and everyone in the audience loved it including me. Check out the conversation with Bill coming up and go see this one over the weekend. Saturday and Sunday, next week as well. 
Enjoy the show. Yeah, sure. Hello, I'm Bill Plimpton on the streets of New York City, on Walker Street, actually. Really on the street here. This is Tribeca. Yeah, this is Tribeca, home of the Tribeca Film Festival, which is the... uh, world premiere of my new feature film. Yes, you are premiering your yeah, feature yeah. film, Idiots and Angels. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how did that get started? Well, the first idea is really kind of fuzzy for me, where the idea came from. I do recall I was in France at a film festival, and one of the interns is walking me back to my hotel and said, you know, so what's your next project? This is about three years ago. And I said, well, I don't know, I'm thinking about a, a, a real asshole guy who wakes up in the morning with wings. You know, how does he deal with that? And he said, yeah, hey, I like that idea. That could be fun. And I started thinking, said, yeah, that actually is kind of a funny idea. And so that night, as I lay in my hotel bed, I was just, my brain was just winding with all these crazy ideas of this angel guy being a real asshole. So I started jotting down, you know, drawings and sketches and, and, and uh, atmospheres and, and uh, ideas and concepts. And I just, it just took over my, my brain. And so it's. Uh, so you keep a you keep a journal or you oh, keep yeah. something you know every day. I I know what that's like because mm. uh, I do that when I go away on vacation. Yeah, you do sure. this every day. Well, if I get a, a brainstorm, yeah. If I get a good idea, I always like to jot it down because once you forget it, it's really hard to find it again. It's hard to retrieve it. So I, I always keep a pad with me, always with me all the time, and um, and the, the 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 whole story took about a year to, to draw to write and to storyboard and then the animation took about another year so did you write a, a script for it not a script a storyboard just you just did there's a story no dialogue so there's a script would not well there isn't any dialogue I know there yeah. is a lot of um, each character had their own sounds they yes. had their their own uh, facial expressions and mm. movements I know there wasn't dialogue in there but there was enough there so I could tell what the personalities were well, thank, of each character. Thank God, that's what I want. But for me, telling the story is purely a visual, uh, a visual exercise. Uh, the faces, you know, their expressions, their actions, their movement, their thoughts, their dreams, their their adventures. Just easy, uh, very simple things like picking up a glass. Right, right. And you're you're really exposing them. You're really just focusing on them. Is mm. that something that you're telling people we should take a little more uh, active well, interest in our everyday life? No, I'm glad that you you you, you saw that. I, I see it more as a a real a visual exercise in that it's kind like a Jim Jarmusch or David Lynch film where the simpler things in life uh, look different. Uh, it's very, very dark, a lot of cartoon noir, and I just wanted to see, you know, this life of this barfly guy, you know, his life is consumed with drinking at a bar. That's his life. So that's why there's a lot of that stuff in the film. Now, how many drawings did you have to do for this? It's about 25,000 drawings. I haven't counted them. But there are about 975 shots, I don't know, 20 drawings per shot, something like that, on average. I I don't know exactly. And this is pencil? It's pencil on paper, yeah. It's very low, low tech. I I do know that I burnt out two two pencil sharpeners making this. (laughs) I was going through, I must have gone through like a thousand pencils. What kind of pencils are they? Just number two. You can buy them at any store, you know. 
Ticonderonda. Uh, Ticonderoga, yeah. Ticonderoga. Yeah, it's Ticonderonda. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a classic number two pencil. And it was so much, probably the most fun I've ever had making a film. Simply because I just start drawing these people and I can get into the detail if I wanted to. If I made a mistake, I can redraw it, erase it, redraw it, and it looks better. The more I overwork it, the darker it gets, the better it looks. So this was one of those films where you just can't make a mistake. And, and if you do make a mistake, it probably will help the film. I saw you, when was it? Um, it was a few months ago, and it was at the Red Bank yes. Film Festival. Yes, yes. And you were showing some little clip clip of that, and also some of the artwork mm -hmm. you're, you're talking about. It. So you're, you're giving people some sneak previews here. Yes, uh, what yes. Kind of, you know, tell me about that strategy that you're... Well, a lot of people ask me, you know, what I've been working on, and, and this film was a real departure. I, I think this is going to be a breakthrough film. It's a real, not for kids, uh, it's, 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 it's like Touch of Evil. I was watching Touch of Evil while I was making this, and it's really it's kind of cynical, sinister, although it does have a happy ending, and it does have some comedy, but I just wanted to show people what I've been working on to get them to whet their appetite, you know, and say, oh, wow, I saw Cliffs of Bill Plimpton's new film. I want to... They'll see that when that's done, you know. So I, I like to show little clips of it just to get just to get a little pre-publicity. You know, I, I, all the filmmakers do that. Or not all of them, but a lot of people do. No, I think the more effective uh, filmmakers do that and also have a film strategy. This is your world premiere here yeah, in the, your hometown. Yes, it is. It's very exciting. Tribeca Film Festival started. Actually, I think today is the was the yes. kickoff. Yep. Uh, today's the 23rd. Uh, your first um, screening is going to be on Friday, the 26th. Yeah, yeah. And then Monday, the 28th. Yes. No, Monday the 27th. Monday's the 27th. Yeah. No, no. Oh. Uh, okay. Monday's the 27th, but you're on the 28th. Yeah. There's two. We have 26, 27th, then the 30th, and then the third. So we have four screenings. Wow. 26, 27th. 30th and the 3rd. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, so it's very exciting. Well, you know, I have a history with Tribeca Festival. Uh, I was here two years ago. I put programmed a, a whole uh, uh, show of short films, short animated films, of New Yorkers, short animated films. And then uh, last year, Shut Eye Hotel was here. So they, I know they like my work. They're big fans of my stuff. And so when I sent this in, I was like, fingers crossed, God, I hope they like it, I hope they like it. And lo and behold, they did, so it's very exciting. Then every other festival we've been entering, we've been accepted, except Canada. Uh, we've been accepted Edinburgh, Seattle, Annecy, uh, Tel Aviv, just bam, 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 bam. So wow, so you're going to have um, a very heavy-duty... Uh, busy, busy summer. ...of traveling. Yes, yeah, you're right, you're right. But so it's, it's really important for me that the film does well. I really want to get uh, distribution for the film. That's one reason I'm here at Tribeca. We're uh, hoping that the distributors think that it's a real breakthrough. Um, you know, we got mu music by uh, Moby and, and Tom Waits. I know, I saw that exciting to see all the credits. Yeah. And also all the animators that yeah, you yeah, have yeah. on board. Well, and the music they're not animators. I'm sorry. Just so you know. I, I did all the animation. There's no in-betweens or extremes. I did yeah, every, every drawing. No, it's, it's good, important that the audience knows. Okay. A lot of these people are artists, and they, uh, they, they did the coloring, they did the shading, they did the shadows, things like that. But there technically was that speaking, whole list of yes. people that did the shadows yes. alone. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of work. 
No, I understand that because I was I was looking at that being an an artist that's trained um, very traditionally right. with the lights and still lives and where the shadow comes and, and the light, the highlights. Yeah, right, right, right. I was actually keeping an eye on those uh, things. I, I'm seeing where this is all going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was just very impressed with it. Yeah, I really well, was. You. Getting back to it, you know, I'm just watching it as a as a film. Yeah, I hope so. I'm listening to the story. Yeah, everything. yeah. But. I'm just very different from a lot of audience people that I do look at the way things are set up, mm -hmm. I look at all the textures and everything, and also I love colored pencil. Right, 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 so right. I look at those kind of textures and see how this is being animated uh -huh. with the pencil uh, drawings and all that. And yeah, the, yeah. And then the personalities that you gave all of these characters. Yeah, well, thank you. Were... Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I know. They're very uh, outrageous. They're very absurd. I mean, it's not a serious story, of mm -hmm. course. It's a cartoon. Uh, the character's a little extreme, a little so exaggerated. you don't mind calling it a cartoon? You know, uh, no, actually, I, I, I'm proud of that. Animation. When, I, when someone says animation, it sounds like some Eastern European artsy-fartsy thing, you know. This is some, for something for you to enjoy, something to be popular, something that, that you can just relate to, you know. I don't want to get... Do something real elitist and, 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 and specialized. I want to. I want everybody to see this. I think it's a film that everybody can relate to. It's got a um, kind of a religious overtones. Uh, this this angel guy. Uh, I don't want to give away the plot, but he sort of reborn in a, a sense, and uh, he sees the error of his ways. And so there's a, certainly a lot of um, deeper deeper meanings in this film than in a lot of my other films. As you know, since you've seen a lot of my films, I have. This one actually has uh, a moral base to it, you know. Yeah, I, I think um, I think the audience is really going to like it. I, I did see the uh, press screening, and people there were were getting it. You know, that's what were... I heard. And I believe I've been to some press screenings, and there's a very cynical bunch the, the critics. And when I heard that some of the critics were laughing, I went, "Oh boy." Yeah, at the appropriate time. Yeah, at the right time. I've seen you at some of the other film festivals, the short film festival, the mm -hmm. B film festival, yes. also putting together a lot of the animation programming and everything. So, uh, I'm just very excited to see this um, this genre. Yes. You know, getting yes. more and more attention yeah, yeah, yeah. and people looking for you and mm -hmm. your work. I mm -hmm. mean, you were nominated for Academy Awards, and uh, I'm looking forward to your next. Um, Guide dog, guard dog, yeah, hot, hot dog. dog, hot dog. <laughs> well, you know, when you go to Europe and you show a film like this, people accept it. People are really want to see something like this. In America, it's a much more difficult genre. It's, I think this is going to hopefully help break through that whole mold that Americans have that animation is only for children. It's a family entertainment, and I, I you know, I'm an adult now. I have adult thoughts about love and jealousy and and pain and, and, and suffering and, and those sort of things and I, why can't you do animation about these these issues and these these uh, feelings as an adult in animation and so I'm hoping this film will kind of break through that barrier that's keeping animation only for children. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing a lot of people loving it, um, well, thank you. getting some great reviews, and um, mm -hmm. I hope you get a lot of recognition, and good luck in, in this festival, and also in the ones that are uh, upcoming. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
And we're going inside now to M15 to see. Can I say something? Absolutely. Uh, if any of your listeners want to see more about the film, see some clips, they can go to idiotsandangels.com. And we have clips from the film. We have one thing that's really cool is it's called the Anacam, the Plimpton Anacam, where I took a little uh, camera, little internet camera, which I should probably use for the... Uh, you can. And I put it over my drawing board, and uh, every day I was doing drawings, and it was being you know, programmed throughout the world. And this is like behind the scenes on the making of. Yes, yes. And, That's great. And we speed it up so these drawings just kind of appear uh, you know, with these really fast hands. And it's a really good way to see how a film is handmade, how it's done, and what goes through creating these characters. And so I really encourage people to check out the idiotsandangels.com uh, website. Absolutely. So what's happening right let's now see, with this uh, drinking and drawing? Drinking and drawing. It's uh, put together by Fritz Seibert. And it's all the animators from the city. In fact, this is something that's pretty interesting. Uh, New York City does have a very thriving industry of animation, but it's not so much corporate animation. It's a lot of independent animation. The people go to film school or animation school. They don't want to go out to L.A. or San Francisco work on the big studios. They want to do their own films here, do their own independent films here. So uh, we get together every so often, and it's, we're on stage, and we uh, have uh, 10 minutes to draw 10 drawings, and they're all sequential, obviously. And at the end of the day, they, they shoot all the, all the drawings, and they make a little short film, you know, five minutes or something like that. What's going on right now? That's it, yeah. All right, well, okay. uh, let's head over there. Okay, there you have it. Check out the Idiots and Angels website, idiotsandangels.com, and tribecafilmfestival.org for playdates, showtimes. Get your schedule together. There's a calendar there. You could, you know, get things set up because there's so much. You, you just really need to plan for this one. I'm also going to try to get some things going on filmfestivalreviews.com for more on the festival, how to festival your film, how to festival yourself. Take the time to talk to the filmmakers, the people behind the scenes and making of these films. They're all out and about and join in on the, the events that, like the one I jumped into, I, I love talking to these nutty creatives as I became one of them at this draw, drinking and drawing event. Uh, they announced a change for artists and animators to do the next 10 frames, so I jumped up but kept missing out. Finally, I got in and turned out to be the last 10. The question was asked, uh, did you make it a happy ending. Well, I always do. Thanks for listening.